This is another episode of the Brighter Web Podcast, insights on growing a small business using the latest technology and marketing best practices. I'm your co-host, Robert Carnes, uh, and the other co-host is over here, sitting right next to me. Hey, Mickey Mellon. Glad to be here, Robert. Looking forward to digging into this one. It's an interesting topic to sort of a meta topic, talking about podcasts Ooh. on a podcast. So, I was yeah. going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's meta. And no, we're not talking about the Facebook company. Right. We're talking about podcasts on a podcast. Yep. So starting out, why are podcasts so popular? It seems like they're just blowing up. So what's causing that? I think more than anything else, it's the ease of accessibility. It's really easy to listen to a podcast. Hopefully you found that. There's obviously so many different platforms that you can download episodes on, and they're on our mobile devices, right? Podcasts kind of are now where blogging was about 20 years ago, the golden age of blogging. We're starting to fade out of the golden age of podcasting. It's becoming a little plateaued uh, in the number of podcasts that are being created, but it's still very much as popular. And I think we we'll see kind of some staying power of that. There's definitely going to be some longevity just because people are always going to be busy doing things and they want to be able to consume information and content and stay up to date with something or just be entertained. And, you know, podcasting is a great way to do that with your hands free, either while you're on the treadmill or whether you're cutting the grass or if you're driving somewhere, people are going to be constantly doing that. And podcasting is just a really nice way to uh, passively consume information. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, treadmill, I'll tend to watch videos personally because sure. I can, but when I'm mowing the grass or driving the car, I can't be watching anything else. And so podcasts are perfect for that. So yeah. Well, put it this way. Some people try to watch videos when they're driving oh, yeah. the car. <laughs> There's that. Yes. And and I always, I mean, I when I ran on the treadmill a little bit more regularly, I found it kind of distracting to try to watch a video. So I, I usually like to listen to some sort of either music or podcast because it helped me tune out a little bit and focus just on that thing while I was gotcha. physically exercising. But when I'm on a treadmill, I like distractions to okay. help me forget about what I'm doing. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. To each their own. <laughs> yeah, and everybody's going to kind of have their own different way that they consume different pieces of content. Yeah. So what businesses should have a podcast? Should every business start a podcast? And what are some reasons maybe to consider it? Yeah. Every business probably should consider it just because of the relative ease to create one. And again, certainly the popularity, the 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 audience is definitely out there, but you definitely need to figure out, okay, what, what is my topic? Is this going to be helpful? Is this something that isn't already covered to death in, in the podcast space? What value can you actually bring to a podcast, right? And if your business is able to say something that hasn't already been said a hundred times before, if it's something that you can actually take on, if you have the the time and the bandwidth and the energy and passion to see it through and not just create four episodes and then you know, let it wither away and die. Right. We can, we will definitely talk about that a little bit more kind of later in this episode. But, you know, if, if those are kind of things you can actually commit to, then I think it's something worth trying and actually seriously considering. But, you know, really there's no one industry that's going to be better than others. There's no one type of business that, that is going to be better than others. We typically work with service-based companies. And I, I think those tend to probably work themselves better towards podcasts because you're you're offering an expertise in a certain field or in a certain industry. And if you can speak about that intelligently and entertainingly to an audience, that's going to serve itself well to a platform uh, like a podcast. There's definitely a space for product-based businesses. If you're selling sure, yeah. a product online or something, yeah, you could you can still find a way to, to make a podcast. You just have to, again, figure out what people are actually going to want to listen to and why they, they would actually subscribe to your podcast. Yeah, we actually hired the CPA firm that we use for Green Melon. We actually hired... Basically because of their podcast. Allie and I met one of them, 
I don't know, five years ago at a conference and just connected and saw they had a podcast and listened. And it wasn't anything magical they said, but just every month they'd have a podcast that spoke about issues we face. And just after month, after month, after month, after month, I'm like, these guys are sharp. They know what's going on. They solve the kind of problems we have. And so they basically sold us without us even really talking with them, just them talking to us and us appreciating what they had to offer. And that it worked out well for them. So. Yeah, that's content marketing at its finest. That's, exactly. That's yep. the purpose of it, is to build trust, is to show expertise and say, hey, we understand what you're going through. We get the problems that you're facing. And hey, we, you know, here's some solutions to help solve it. That's the ideal scenario exactly. with this podcast. So yep. good job to Blummer for yep. a, a great example there. Exactly. It's fantastic. So what are some reasons maybe not to have a podcast? Because it's, it's not for everyone. So what might you consider as reasons not to? The biggest two are, again, if... It's a saturated market. There are definitely a lot of podcasts out there and not everyone can listen to all of them. So you want to really make sure that you can actually find an audience that's willing to listen and that there aren't already you know, 20 other podcasts on your same topic, right? Yeah. Uh, because that's going to be so often the case. So don't just start a podcast because you want to. Start a podcast because there's maybe a gap in the marketplace, because there's an audience that's ready and waiting to hear from you. You can certainly go up against your competition or whatever if, if they're already in that space. But if it's already oversaturated, maybe think about another source. Maybe they're not blogging as much and maybe you could do that or maybe they're not creating as many videos. Like you want to find the gap in the marketplace that's not being addressed already. And then the second biggest one is really, can you take this on? Like, is this something that you have the bandwidth to do and do well, right? Yep. Don't just throw together a podcast. That was kind of one of the things that we struggled with a little bit when we were getting ready to launch this podcast was, is this something we're ready to take on? We're, we're both busy individuals. We both yep. have lots of things. We have the passion and energy to do this podcast, but you know, time is a limited thing and you really need to invest the time to get a podcast show done right. For sure. And to some degree, equipment matters too. You know, we have, but all we're really doing here is just a one good microphone basically gets you going. I mean, you can certainly, we have plans to do, to do more in the future maybe, but People over overthink the equipment needs because it's really not that bad to have a decent podcast, but underthink the time commitment. And you see so many podcasts that, like you said, have two or three great episodes and then just never again. And I think the rule I've heard somewhere, you may have a better number, is that you should have like either six or eight episodes basically done before you hit publish on the first one. So that way you have a runway and you have yourself some time to get numbers seven, eight, nine built out while the first are playing. Right. Yeah. That's that's the good and bad thing about podcasting today is it's pretty easy to get started. And it is it's good to start small if you just have a simple microphone and you've got an idea and you've got the passion and energy to get going. But make sure you've got some runway. Make sure you have a couple episodes recorded. You know what kind of stuff you're getting your, yourself into before you charge in headlong and then run out of energy <laughs> yep. and get lost in everything else. Again, the busyness of everything else is going. The majority of podcasts out there have like four episodes or, <laughs> yep. or less. Right. Most of them kind of crash and burn very, very quickly. And that was definitely not what we wanted to do. We, right. we have plans to keep going and doing this, but we, we had some good ideas and plans for how to actually be sustainable and to build up a good followership. Yep, exactly. So... So someone's listening and say, you know what? I do have time. I have the energy. I want to get this going. What are, what are some tips to get started? You know, we could do a, a very long episode with all the details to get started, but just some high level places to kind of get people 
off, off to the right start. Yeah, and we'll also link out because there's a lot of good resources on the tactical things of how to actually get started. But, you know, make sure you know what you, the name of your podcast is. Make sure that it's unique and it helps you stand out. Make sure that you have a hosting platform. We use Podbean, which is a popular one. I've used Libsyn in the past. Anchor is another popular one. I used Anchor for one in the past. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. so many out there that make it very, very easy to get started with actually hosting your, your audio somewhere. And I will jump in there, too, and say, you know, we're big fans of WordPress. We love WordPress. And you can host your podcast on WordPress, but generally you shouldn't. I mean, these platforms like Podbean and stuff cost 10 bucks a month. Anchor's free, but they are built for this kind of thing versus overloading your web hosting with you know tons of files and all that stuff. So you should use your blog or whatever if you have. Certainly use that to pr- promote your podcast. But yeah, find a good hosting platform to that's dedicated to podcasts and they do a great job. Yeah, and all those hosts also make it super easy to embed audio files exactly. and all that kind of stuff into like a WordPress site, which is right. exactly what we do yep. to, to increase visibility. But yeah, when it comes to actually hosting the audio, it, it helps to use one of those platforms that is built specifically for that. For sure. Obviously, setting up your account with having, you know, if you want artwork or something like that to help showcase what your podcast is about, making sure that you know what your format is going to be, because there's a couple different ways that you can actually format the content, whether you're doing interviews with experts, whether you're doing roundtable discussions. I've seen a lot of people also basically just do an audio version of their blog. Hey, I've written a really good blog and I do that every single week or every single day. Well, I'm just going to record an audio version of, of me or somebody else reading that content and kind of repurposing it on there because that's that's one of the benefits of doing a podcast is just getting the same content that you're already creating into another platform. Make sure that you know who your hosts are going to be or if you're going to have guests, having a list of idea of what guests you want to invite on your show, knowing what kind of topics you're going to have because usually that's when you've got that excitement and energy at the beginning. Capture that and, and think about the first 50 or 60 episodes that you could do and you'll probably winnow out some of those or come up with new ideas over time but starting with a really good bank of all the different things that you could cover over the course of your show is really good. Know what your publishing cadence is, and mm-hmm. that can be a really important thing of to make sure that you'll actually sustain your podcast into the future. Don't try to publish an episode every single week if that's not something you can sustain. Yep. We publish bi-weekly to make sure that we can actually, again, create the episodes in the right amount of time to continue feeding the the content beast. If we tried to do too many episodes all at once, we probably would have burned out uh, and and not been able to sustain it. For sure. Uh, So cadence is a really important one. Making sure that you, you know, based on that, you have a content calendar that where you can start plugging in which episodes are going to happen when, so you can, you know, start recording the right ones right away. Just having a plan in place so that you can, again, launch your podcast in the right way. And then you can actually start setting up the the recording studio, if you will, knowing where you're going to record, knowing when you're going to record, knowing having a microphone and an editing software that you're going to use, all of those different pieces to actually tactically launch a podcast and get the right one recorded. So that sounds great. And then, yeah, the one other piece I think is to get several episodes recorded before you launch so you have a good place to start. And you've probably seen a lot of podcasts actually launch with an episode zero, just kind of saying, this podcast is coming soon, which at first glance I thought was kind of weird, but it's actually brilliant. And it's something I recommend you do because a lot of podcast platforms to distribute, like Apple, Apple being the big one, won't let you get into their system until you have an episode published. But then it can take a few weeks to get in once you have an episode published. So people do an episode zero, so they have a live episode that they can submit to Apple, submit to all the different sources out there. It'll take a few weeks. Then once it's all in there, then you launch episode one and it's live almost instantly. So, yeah. 
It's also a really nice thing for new listeners too, because usually episode zero is introducing your topic, introducing yourselves as hosts, yep. to actually let people know what a good starting point if they want to dive in to that episode and then maybe catch back up on the, the most recent episode you published. Yep, absolutely. So, Another uh, specific tool that I'll mention here that we use and that I, I find really, really helpful when it comes to editing the actual audio on the episodes, because there's certainly a lot of audio editing tools, but Descript is, is what we use. They have a free version of the tool, but you can pay for kind of a couple of different more features, but it imports the audio. It automatically generates using artificial intelligence, uh, a transcript, the text transcript, and you can actually go into the text and edit the text and that will go back and actually edit the audio. So you can take out all the, <laughs> the lovely ums and um-ers and all those Hopefully they'll stay words. in there though. Hope, yeah, I'll, well, I will need to, editing this episode, <laughs> yeah. not pull out those examples. There you go. But yeah, it, it actually pulls out filler words and that sort of thing to make it a little bit easier when it comes to editing your podcast episodes. Awesome. And if any out there listening do start a podcast, especially a marketing-related one, reach out to us because I always love to add more to my plate to listen to to step with stuff so yeah yeah are there any like, let's close on that note are there any good podcasts that you're listening to recently that you might recommend to somebody yeah there's a few i would start with seth godin i talk about him a lot but his akimbo podcast is fantastic really he has a great topic because it's every week but he also answers questions from the audience those tend to be the real insightful things where people have problems they bring and then on the other end talking about people that publish a lot marketing school Mm-hmm. Um, is a daily podcast, but it's like five minutes. Just get a, a five-minute tip every morning for marketing stuff, and that can be a good one to, to look at too. Hopefully you've enjoyed this episode of the Brighter Web Podcast, which, as always, is brought to you by Green Melon, a digital marketing agency. To help your business keep up with the latest digital marketing trends, check us out at greenmelon.com. You can also find show notes and more episodes at abrighterweb.com.